This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. of the ways that this game unfolded I uh, feel a huge sense of responsibility to this team we weren't ready to go um, I take a lot of uh, you know pride in that and that's on me I got to do better there was a lot of decisions that I made that I felt like didn't put our players in good enough spots this was a humbling experience but we're going to stay connected we're going to all look inward we're going to do a better job moving forward but you give credit to the bills and then we've got to understand that we've got to have that mindset and mentality to be able to move forward accordingly but um, you know, I do take a lot of responsibility in this. It was a very humbling night, but one that, uh, you know, hey, you got to be able to uh, look yourself in the mirror, say, I got to be better within the framework of my role. That's exactly what I'm going to do. That's what I know our coaches are going to do. That's what our players are going to do. And we're going to stay together and we're looking forward to our next opportunity to be resilient and, and respond. You know, th- this hasn't been the first setback that I've, that we've experienced, and we're going to respond the right way. I do trust that, and all I know how to do is look at this film, correct it, put together a good week of preparation, and be ready to go against the Falcons next week. But um, there's, n- there's no way to put it other than, you know, didn't do a good enough job. It starts with me, and then we can overall execute better in a lot of areas. Humbling night for the defending champion, Rams. Yeah. Uh, historic night for Sean McVay who is under 500 as a head coach for the first time in his career. But there's another way to put it. I'll put it like this. Um, We expected a shootout between the Rams and the Bills. And as the old saying goes, the Rams brought a knife to a gunfight. The Bills bought a Draco. Uh, And I say that because, Michael, before we go any further, before we go any further, I have never been more proud to be your brother from another. Because I came in planning to give you so much shit. I came in planning to say, no, there is absolutely no room on this here bandwagon. But brother, you know the way to my heart. Uh, You know how I feel about Griselda, Black Soprano family, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, Westside Gun, 38 Special. Your feed today is a work of art and dare I say, is the greatest feed. We don't, you and I are the only people that get off on this anyway. Nobody even pays attention to this, but we get off on this. It is the greatest feed in the history of this show. Bravo, brother. Bravo. If you know, Vinny the butcher. You know. Vinny you the know, butcher. You know. That's the There feed. it is. And if you're listening on SiriusXM on the podcast, Check our Twitter page to read the feed or something. I don't know what to say. I ain't gonna do it through but, it all. Hey, but, all, all you need to know, hey, all you need to know is Chef's kiss. Crowns, crowns for kings. That's it. Crowns for kings. Leave it right there. Not only, not only some great lyricism on there, and great rapping from Benny the Butcher and Black Dog. And great writing but, from you in that feed. <laughs> but and Mike, how about the sample? How about the consistent sample? Ooh. Yeah. Al yeah. Green, right, the, right. You, you, I mean, look to what you've done for me. Al Green with that. <laughs> and look what you've done for me of all Al Green songs. Not love and happiness, but look what you've done for me. Come on, um, come on. Okay, man. look, okay. But I gotta tell you, you're right. You're right. Buffalo, and I know Mike. Okay, here's a disclaimer. One disclaimer. We both have to put this out. Well, I'm gonna put it out. I don't know. You may not agree with this. One game Thursday night, September. It does not necessarily mean that the Rams are going to be seven and ten, and that Buffalo is going to go fifteen and two. But that being said, oh wow, right? Oh wow, what a statement! What a statement from the Buffalo Bills, and statements all over the field. I mean, statements from the coaching staff, 
Last time we saw Leslie Frazier, defense wasn't great. Defense was great last night. Vaughn Miller, first game, getting set. Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. I, I mean, like, all they, over the they field, com- the Buffalo Bills. They covered Bills. kicks like their lives depended on it last night. All the way down to their coverage And they overcame. Wait, how many turn they have? Four turnovers, right? Uh, Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, four. Yeah, so, yeah. That's two, not two even... Fumbles. Two interceptions. So they don't feel like yeah. they don't even feel like they played their no best punts. game. You, you didn't play your best game. If you turn it over four times, you didn't play your best game. And still, right. their A minus game, B plus game was enough to have a commanding 31 yeah. to 10, not that close kind of performance. So this is why I'm comfortable overreacting to one game with Buffalo because it's not like they're just some cute upstart team. Going back to our man Benny the Butcher, this feels like year three in the beginning of a 10 year run. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is not a team that we didn't see coming. This is the Super Bowl favorite that has had a lot of hype, a lot of betting action. I'm speaking your language now, a lot of betting action around it this oh, offseason. Yeah. And all they did was confirm what what we thought we knew coming into the season against on the road when nobody wins on the road, let alone decisively. Nobody wins on the road against the defending Super Bowl champion when they're hanging the banner. Not like that. And so what we saw last night was exactly what I said yesterday, which is show me the hole in this roster. Bro, they got seven sacks without blitzing. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be to get that kind of pressure without blitzing. But they got your man Von Miller. Okay. They got they got they got the higher gun. They got this mercenary named uh, Von Miller, and they showed no mercy to match to poor Matthew Stafford. We'll get to the Rams in a second, but yeah, man, crowns for Kings. Let's go ahead and do our Dennis Green thing right now and crown them. Now I had them winning the AFC. I had them winning the AFC yesterday. There's still time, because I think you had the Chiefs. I do. Given your, and you know why? Given your the, the homage you paid to Benny the Butcher, I just give her love. No, but but I'm willing yet, to I'm willing to make some phone calls to get some, some room on this bandwagon. If you want to oh, join the, the Bills been, bandwagon, they don't need it. The dam- too much damage has been done. It's, it's irreparable. No, it's irreparable. no, I, no, it's know, not. It's listen, not. I, it's not. I'm there. I'm there at the side of the road doing this, and they're just like zooming by. But nah, <laughs> nah, man, nah, they're they, driving yeah, through puddles. Splashing you water see somebody? You. <laughs> you see somebody? I didn't see nobody. But I'll tell you why I'm sticking with Kansas City. It's like, um, and this is almost like a, you usually don't see this in football as much as you do in basketball. Remember, like, especially old school basketball, you had to like go through your nemesis to finally make it to the finals. So, like the Pistons, old school, you know, Isaiah Thomas Pistons had to get through the Celtics to get to the NBA finals and sure. you know, you, you've got a, a whether it's the Lakers, you play those big teams, the Lakers, the Celtics back right. in the day, you, you had go to go something. through like, them. Yeah, you had to climb you had to go the through them to, to get to, to, get to where yeah. you want to go. And for Buffalo, yeah. that thorn getting biblical on you now that thorn in my side, that thorn is the Kansas City Chiefs. Is it like they can they yeah, is, sure. Is they had the AFC. Uh, is, think is, about it. AFC Championship game, AFC Championship game a couple years ago in Kansas City. Buffalo had uh-huh. a lot of momentum. They went to Kansas City. They melted down. They did not play a great game. Then Kansas City go to the Super Bowl last year. The 13 seconds, you got them. We the, finally got them. It haunts them, and it it, it haunts and, them. And but but more and than it, anything, come up the problem short. with last year was the coin toss. And you and I spent all off season talking about the merits of not, overtime. That was not the problem. It was the coin toss. That wasn't the problem. If you're Buffalo, all I'm saying is, if you're Buffalo, you don't feel like you got to go through Kansas City, even though they didn't win the AFC last year. Y'all did Kansas City for the record. If you're Buffalo, right. and they played like this last night, you feel like the AFC comes through us because the AFC should have gone through them last year. But it was it wasn't so much that Kansas City was better than them. It's that they gave it away with 13 seconds and they didn't win the kickoff. That's how I would look at this it. If I was so Bills, this not is, that this, we really got to get over the hump. That is Kansas City. It ain't like Kansas City's one of their last two years. View. Is it? That was a very that's that's a that's, can, that's I'm disrespectful. Dis- I'm, to, I'm to disrespecting Kansas City. Kansas City. Am I? Yes. 
You said the reason the reason they didn't win last year because you're gonna you're gonna put it on the coin toss and they gave it away. They gave it away. Yeah, that's well, how I saw that game. I don't know what you saw. Okay, well, I just know Kansas City. See, this why you, you this why you can't be on the bandwagon. I know I don't want to be on the bandwagon. Part of being on the bandwagon, bandwagon, you got to look at everything from a Bills perspective. <laughs> I want to give it. I want to give them their, their their love and their respect, but I think they probably know it too. You think somebody in Buffalo says, "Oh man, uh, we like we gave we gave it away," or yes. did Kansas City yes. take? Okay, well, yeah, somebody no. in Buffalo yes. would say that. Yeah, I would yeah, say exactly. Kansas City, Kansas City took it from them because they made two really good plays with thirteen. Mm-hmm. They did everything they could. They maximized thirteen seconds. Think about it this way: Incredible. economists every, all around the world say that that is a brilliant use of time and space. 13 seconds. You had 13 it seconds was. and you did all of that to force overtime and then we can get into the coin toss on stuff, but you had to all you had to do was defend them and keep right. them from getting in that situation. They couldn't do it. Right. So that, so, so I'm saying like if, if we're disrespecting anybody, well, if you're disrespecting anybody because I am grandfathered yeah. in, it's the Cincinnati Bengals, the actual AFC defending champions. Yeah. I know Kansas City for the most part has been the class of the conference for the last several years. And, and there's no reason to believe that they won't be there at the end again. All I'm saying is if you're Buffalo and you got that quarterback and you got those receivers, Ooh, you got that defense to which you, it was the number one defense last year, quiet as it's kept. The only reason I say quiet as it's kept is because somebody yeah, on, on this paper. show didn't want to recognize them as the number on one paper. defense last year. On paper. There you they go. Thank you. Right, hey, right you know, on cue. Hey, hey. I, can <laughs> right I say on this? cue. Can I say to which they then added Von Miller. Beautiful. So as I like to say, cancel Christmas. Go ahead. What you got? Hey, I, I want to say I just a, a note, and I, I don't know if we'll talk about it later, but just a little aside. When Bill uh, Bill Belichick gave a one on one to Dan Shaughnessy today, and one of the things did he? he said, "Wow, that's yeah, he did." How about that? <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Some good yeah. stuff. Some good stuff in that. Yeah. Uh, Dan Shaughnessy, for those who don't know, columnist, a uh, longtime columnist for the Boston Globe. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things he said in there just was he said, yeah, we had a good defense last year statistically. He said statistically mm-hmm. at least it was a good mm-hmm. defense. So mm-hmm. Buffalo mm-hmm. was number one last year and the Patriots were number two. Mm-hmm. So the number one defense gave up a score with 13 seconds left in the game and the number two defense uh, the couldn't word. force couldn't force Buffalo to punt in, a, right. in an entire playoff game couldn't force Facts. a punt. So statistically Facts. is correct. So I got another S word for you. The word is situational. Situationally, neither of those defenses okay. was, was championship caliber. That's I think, fair. again, it's only one game, but that's what Von Miller was brought in for, for those types of situations. And every team in the league has got a situation on its hands when it comes to how to slow down Buffalo's offense. And if you can't keep up with Buffalo's offense, even when they're turning the ball over, how are you supposed to move the ball ball against a pass rush that can get that can make life hell for your quarterback with four and keep those safeties deep to, to prevent you from making big plays and, and, and catching up with their offense and keeping up with that offense. Josh Allen. All right, we want to talk about do overs, man. Look, come on. Come on. Where's I your quarterback? Say, uh, yeah, Where's uh, your list? You know what? You know, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Throw that you know exactly. Oh, oh. I mean, you know, you and I are old enough. In the 80s, in the 80s, the prototype. I hope that you're the one. If not, you <laughs> are the prototype. The prototype, the prototype was John Elway. That was Robo QB. That was the guy that was the guy that built in the lab once upon a time was John Elway. Mm-hmm. That, that's the prototype right there. I came in front. That's the prototype right there. And the previous Terminator, okay? The what was the first one? It was the T one hundred. If Cam Newton is a T one hundred, Josh Allen's a T one thousand. Josh Allen's that 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 alloy joint that was melting in Terminator two, <laughs> or, or 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 the one that was that was that was copying people in Terminator. Like he is he different. He built different. Okay, um, that's he, 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 he's Cam Newton with accuracy. Okay. Um, here it is. The dude. Here it is. It is I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's unfair. Oh God! What he is able to do, and what he's willing to do—not just able to do, what he's willing to do. Josh Allen gives no f's. 
about anything or anybody, oh. including himself. There was one point right. where, he, where he was running up the middle between the tackles and he had his leg up one way and he was stretched the other way like that was about to split That's him in half. He got up pushing people. He doesn't care. And I'll, I'll say this. I still say there is nobody that I believe that defenses fear more with the ball in his hands at the quarterback position than Tom Brady. I still feel that really way. he's still the best quarterback in the league, but no, he's not Josh. There's nobody more fun to watch. There's nobody more okay. fun to watch. And I don't know that there's a quarterback I would rather have if I can, if I can, let me split that at him. Let me split those. Okay, hands. you are. That, that, this, this is, this is gonna be I good. totally am. I'm trying to have it both Let's ways. Josh Allen okay. is the prototype, man. Like it's just he, he, good luck. Okay, good luck against this See, dude. Here's the problem. This is why. This is why. Okay, Tom Brady. Can I just say this? Tom Brady, uh, the as we established many times on this program. Uh, the architect of this home. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Tom Brady, we appreciate you. We love you. And uh, you've given us a, a very good life. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Thought about naming all of my kids Brady in some way, but I couldn't get there. So he's got the best resume. He's got the best resume mm -hmm. of any player in NFL history, quarterback or otherwise. Best resume. But Josh Most Allen. Most player in NFL history. Yes. Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now simply because of this. If you're a defense, mm -hmm. there's not an area of the field where you feel comfortable or there's no scheme that you can that come up with threaten. and say, you say, yeah. oh, we feel good about this. You don't feel good about anything. Like with Tom Brady, the cliche, and it's true, cliches exist for a reason. Cliche is pressure up the middle. Tom doesn't like it. Okay. That's every quarterback, the middle with, though. I hate that. Except, I hate that. Except I, I know they all none except, of them like pressure, like talking about it. But, you, but, this is, but this is the problem with Tom Brady. What they're saying implied in that is if you get Tom Brady pressure up the middle, ain't nothing he can do about it to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, he can't step up, which yeah. is true. There's only so much of this he can do. Oh, so much. Yeah, pressure. Go ahead, pressure Josh Allen up the middle. Okay. Hell, he pressuring you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no. One of these times, somebody gonna come on. You gonna just take somebody on in the pocket? I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, okay. You gonna lower right. his head in the so, pocket? <laughs> so he's got it right now, and this is no slight on Brady's arm because Brady's arm is fine at forty-five years old. Thank you. But Josh that Allen has fine. a stronger arm than yep. Tom Brady. Yep. Uh, he is stronger than Brady. He's yep. faster than yep. Brady. So yep. they're so. It's really hard to find and I guess okay. Here's the area. Here's the area where Brady is better either. You, you tell me quarterback. Is it decision making or is it just flat out accuracy because last year we keep talking about Matthew Stafford. No, we'll talk about him later. He had 17 interceptions last year and a bunch of pick sixes. Josh Allen had 15 hit 15 picks last year. And so is it and he had a couple last night. One wasn't his fault. One was a bad one. Is it decision making that can be sharpened, or is it is it still it's like a, a little it's, bit of an accuracy? It's, it's not necessarily like what Allen is missing. It's just what Brady has done and continues to do. It's not like he was an MVP runner-up last year. Not like he didn't lead the league in most basic and advanced passing metrics last year. Um, he, it's just what Brady does. In critical moments, I guess would be the differentiator for me. But I'll, I'll meet you halfway here, all right? If we, as we as we bring our flowers, as we, as we crown King Josh Allen, right? I'll Ooh, yeah, I'll nice. give you this. So you know, I in, under the category of trying to have things both ways, all right? I coined this distinction. I st I started this. I I, I built this. The I, I Brady's built the this. greatest. Brady's the greatest quarterback. Rodgers is the best to ever play the position. That started with me, okay? Allen, yeah, I was, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being slightly facetious. Um, okay. Slightly. Right. Slightly facetious. Slightly. Um, but you believe slight. You believe that. You believe that both things can be true, and they can't. But you believe they can't. Oh, you talking about that? I thought you meant that I was the first to say it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you were oh, the you first to say it. Oh, you, you, no, you, you mean the first sentiment to say itself? It. Oh, oh, you mean the I sentiment? Think, I think both things can be true. I think both things can be true. No, they the, cannot. No, it's the but anyway, go ahead. It's the T word. It's the T word. Okay, you've heard this before. That Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in the NFL right now, or to ever play the position. You've heard that. Yeah, I think I Allen, Allen can be that. 
right now and maybe ever, Allen can be that when you combine his physical attributes with how he's developing up here. He can be that. And it's just really so amazing. Such a testament to, to hard work because this is not he wasn't pick 199. He was not pick 199. But in that draft, right. he was so raw and his rookie year, he was so inaccurate. The worst we that, saw him. I mean the worst yeah, that it, Dayball and 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 Dorsey and Romo, I believe, was working with him at one point. That all he, that they, that they have done on his mechanics, and that he has done on his mechanics, and the work that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have done as an organization to put him in position to succeed. Talk about prototypical quarterback blueprint for how to develop and support a quarterback is Josh Allen. They've done they've done an incredible job. They really have with the organization. But if you think about the steps of it, as you just said, Josh Allen, the number was the number six, seven pick in that draft. His first seven, couple eight. years, you're looking at him saying, "Oh, I don't know. I, you know, he's got a big arm. Always had a big arm, and always had that right. athletic ability. I don't know if this guy's ever going to figure out accuracy. He was all over the place. I mean, even short stuff. Man, the balls would be sailing all over. He missed receivers. He was just." He was just untamed. He was untamed. And now I think he has done a good job, as you said, of, of shaping it. But it's not just Josh Allen. They made a great decision to get your guy, Stephon Diggs. Right. When he when he went right. out of Minnesota, right. going Minnesota, against Stephon Diggs. Yep. All the, the draft choices they've made, the free agents mm. they've picked up, they really have done uh, this is a, a it's not like the Rams where the Rams went out and they drafted well in some in some cases, but then they went out and spent some money and mostly homegrown spent their draft picks. But the Bills have just really steadily strategically built a championship team. What you still got the Chiefs and you still got the Chiefs though in the AFC. You're sticking with the Chiefs. Yeah, the Buffalo's got to prove it. All right. They got to prove it. Okay. All right. Burn the burden of proof is on Buffalo. You nailed it. I want to frame that feed. Uh, Did I tell you that Josh Allen's my fantasy quarterback? Took him 25th overall in the 20 team league, and I feel great about it. How you doing so far? Early results. How you doing? It's a good feeling when it's like you're sitting on like 35.6 points. You just get to sit on that for like three days. That's a hell of a turnovers hurt. Turnovers must not really. I got 35 points out of him. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. I went through every scenario that I possibly could. And when I woke up this morning, you know, I, I was ready to go. I went and had breakfast. Um, you know, I trusted my preparation. I did everything I could possibly do to have success in this game. And um, today was fun. You know, I, I didn't feel like, uh, you know, I had anything to worry about. You know, I already thought about the things that could possibly happen on the field. It was a great reception from, you know, from everybody, uh, you know, over there at the Rams side, from the fans and, and everybody. It, it was great, man, being here in SoFi, man. This is, this is how you want it to go. I know they're in different conferences, but it's almost like it's Dion like. Remember Dion was with the oh, Niners yeah. in '94, and then Jerry was like, "Nah, then we're coming the over here and we won the Super Bowl the next year." It's kind of like just that mercenary, that hired gun, you know. Um, so I'll, I finished the last segment talking about I got Josh Allen on my fantasy team. What I did not mention in the last segment, but I will mention now, is in another league, I have Allen Robinson. Uh, fortunately, I have no parts of Cam Akers, um, and, and fantasy managers everywhere today are wondering what to do about those two individuals. But in reality, how worried are you or should Rams yeah. fans be about the defending champions? Because yesterday when I didn't pick them to come out of the NFC, you was like, well, that's the team you picked last year. Why not the Rams? Yeah, you know what? And listen, I couldn't have seen the, I couldn't have foreseen last night happening to them in the Rams house. 
Well, but before I tell you uh, how I feel about the, the worry level, what the worry level should be, can I just say that Von Miller, the reception you got was not from Rams fans. It was from <laughs> Bills fans in SoFi. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. the Rams, y'all got a problem. Y'all got a problem. Y'all just ain't loud enough or you ain't got enough people yet. We don't believe you. You need more. You do need more people in the stadium. Because hey, anybody so, comes in there. At training camp, and, and they both say hello. At training camp, I went and saw um, our man Les Snead and Ray Farmer, for that matter. Love and it. I was talking to him about Amazon Prime Video Thursday Night Football. I was like, "Oh yeah, when do we have you? When do we have you guys?" We're like, uh, "Got you guys late in the year against Vegas." It was like, "Damn, that game's at home, huh?" And they both just were like, "Ugh," because they know what they know what it's gonna look like yep. with all those Raiders fans. <laughs> Taking over SoFi Stadium to your point. Yeah. Like they, they know. No, they know it's, it's like, a weird dynamic there. We saw it with the Niners it last is a, year. It's, it's a really strange thing, and it's too bad because, you know, they got a good team. But so all the things I told you, I was giving you a hard time yesterday. You didn't pick the Rams, and they got their guys signed to long term extensions, and they got uh, Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson. You know, Wagner yeah. and Jalen Ramsey and stuff. What I didn't Jaylen just Ramsey. state Ooh. the obvious. Matthew Stafford doesn't look right. Matthew Stafford, and, and the reason he doesn't look right, I think, is the reporting that's coming out now about his elbow and the procedures. You thought I his had elbow a was a problem last, last night? You thought his elbow was a it, problem okay, last night? Okay, I think the elbow was part of the problem. He didn't look right to me. And the other thing was the offensive line. Yeah. The offensive uh, line. That, that's, I mean, listen. What was the ball spinning out of his hand the way we were accustomed to? Was there some heat on it? No, there were a couple of times where it was more anticipation and accuracy. But it, to right. me, it just felt like my man was just uncomfortable because they couldn't block. They couldn't block a four-man rush. Yeah, it's, I, I, think, I think you should be worried a little bit. You should be worried not about the line because you can figure out the line. You can figure it out unless you just got, you got, you got bad linemen. It's probably not going to get better. It'll, it'll get better. The offensive line will get better. But I'm yeah, Mike, I know we didn't see it last night. The injury, though, the injury is a concern to me. Okay. Because he's everything. He's everything to... He's the second most important guy on offense. Matthew Stafford. And, and, and the number one guy is Cooper Cup. Because if you take away mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, then their offense just collapses. With or without Stafford, if you don't have Cooper Cup, the Rams aren't the same. But Stafford's pretty important, and I just looked at him. I was like, "What's going on with him?" Yeah, I'd say worry one to ten, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I, w- I would say, I would say one to ten. It's a great tackle. Three. Ill advised. Ill advised, but great tackle. I mean, I would. I would it's, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't. I can't. This is so. I'm happy to overreact to how good the Bills are after one game. I'm going to swing the pendulum the other direction and course correct by giving us a, a one on a scale of one to ten how much I'm worried about. Really? Concerned. So you still have Rams? None. I think the Bills are just that good. I think the Bills are just that good. Like you, Like very few teams can apply the kind of pressure that they can in every phase of the game. Like offensively, if they don't turn it over, not even a Rams defense that's pretty damn good can do anything with them. Yeah, bro, Jalen Ramsey was getting cooked last night, and some Ooh. would say that's not a new thing, you know. But I mean, but that's Stephon Diggs, that's Josh Allen throwing on I the run, you. throwing it over his head. It's like, yeah, bro, the Bills just the Bills are a problem for any and everybody. Yeah. on offense and on defense, they can drop those two safeties back. And not have to worry about getting pressured. Like they get blitz-like pressure rushing four because of Von Miller. Now you can say that's the Rams' yeah. offensive line. Like okay, fair enough. But they just this it just feels like the Bills have the capability of overwhelming a lot of people this year. I'm not worried about the Rams. Will the Rams be dominant? Will they? Okay. Will they be? The, nobody's repeated since the '04 Patriots, as right. you well know. The '03 Patriots were good. As they went 14, 14 and two good and won a Super Bowl ran through the the co MVPs in those playoffs. The old four Patriots were all time good offensively yeah. and defensively right. with Corey Dillon at running back. 
Are the Rams this year going to run roughshod through the rest of the NFC? No, but they'll well, make the they, playoffs no, and then we'll see. They don't have to do that. It, they don't, don't have think, to rough, think they'll make run the roughshod. Hey, okay. They don't have to run roughshod through the NFC, but they also can't get ran through. <laughs> okay. And that's why well, how many teams are as good night. as Buffalo? Man, how many teams are stop as good as this. Buffalo? Okay, not many. But the Rams are defending Super Bowl champs. They're playing at home. They got Banner Knight. They got Cooper Cup there. They got Matthew Stafford there. They have Jalen Ramsey, as you pointed out. They got Bobby uh, Wagner. They got all these elements in place. They forgot they had Allen Robinson. And and yeah, oh and yeah, that 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 just didn't show up. And it didn't it didn't play well on night one. And they lose by three touchdowns. And it's not even three touchdowns. It really it really felt like it was like forty to ten, didn't it? It's thirty one to ten, but it, yeah, it yeah. felt a lot worse. So oh my, yeah, you're okay. right. You Not and I, a long time ago, better than Buffalo. Long time ago, but the Rams you and I made be competitive our, with Buffalo. Maybe not now, but who knows what they are? Come playoff time, maybe come the Super Bowl. Maybe it was a Super Bowl preview. Maybe the same thing happens again. Maybe they get the brakes beat off them again, and both of them get to to Arizona. We'll see. But I was gonna say, you and I both got our made our national TV debut on a show, a long running hit show called Around the Horn. And what was the go-to, one of the go-to questions when there was an extreme outcome yeah, in a yeah. game? Always. Two words. Let, let me see. More me about. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, let me, let me take a stab at this. More about, did the, did the Bills win it or did the Rams lose it? Right. Or, or the Bills is good or the Rams is bad. You know, like one of those yeah, things. Okay, right. like this is, this is the Bills for me. This is all about the Bills for me. And the Rams were just in their way. You know, like real Buffaloes. You're getting the Buffaloes away. Buffalo don't care what it is. They're, they're running through you. The Bills right now don't care who's in front of them. Defending champ or not. Can't. And yeah, do, do the Rams have some areas that they need to clean up? Their running game, their protection. Allen Robinson, Jalen Ramsey doesn't look very number one corner-ish as of late. Okay, can, yeah, second reference. But I don't, think it's, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's problematic to the point where it's like, oh man, the Rams may collapse or the Rams were a flash in the pan or they were, a, a, you know, I mean, they're not a one hit wonder. This has been a, a premier program for several years. The elbow look, man, is the elbow something to be managed? Sure, yeah. but I don't think the elbow is what caused Matthew Stafford to and I can say this as a defender of Matthew Stafford. I don't think the elbow called caused Matthew Stafford to go Matthew Stafford last night and throw a few picks, which he's want to do so. So you, you made a couple of references. I, I am eager to have this conversation with you either now or at another time because it's been on my mind for a while, even before last night. You made, you made this reference to Jalen Ramsey not looking number one-ish. And the, your first reference, you said, some would say that's not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Now I can tell you, watching him, I spent a lot of time just in, in so far, like maybe uh, for a, like two or three series, just focused on him in the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. the seats were that good. So I was like, okay, wow, <laughs> this is a great angle. Let me just watch Jalen Ramsey. And let me tell you, Jamar Chase, no, the great Jamar Chase, got it. Jamar Chase ain't Jamar had no Chase. problems with him. None. T. Higgins ain't had no problems. They had no problems. They had no problems. They like, it's not like it's like every time they got open, Joe Burrow threw the ball to them. It wasn't like that. No, he missed but, a few. It, it wasn't like they were he jammed them up. He was able to press them and keep them from where they wanted to go. A lot of times they had very smooth releases against Jalen Ramsey and, and a couple times it just flat out beat him, including the last play of the game. And we know Joe Burrow didn't have time, but Jalen Ramsey fell down last night. He did not look like the best corner in football or did he? Because I'm 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 wondering around the horn style. I'm wondering is this more about Jalen Ramsey or is this more about the position itself? It's a position. I think so. It's a position a little bit. Do we have to adjust our expectations for cornerback of, of number one cornerback in 2022 because we're throwing more. There are more balls thrown now than any point in history. If you were a number one corner 25 years ago. Maybe a quarterback was throwing 20 times or 25 30 yeah. quarterback yeah. can throw 50 times today. 
So you ain't gonna shut yeah. down. Nobody is giving up half the field. Nobody's gonna say, "Oh, we ain't throwing over there." Not, there's yeah. not an no offensive coordinator there's no, there's no worth their salt. There's no who Dion. thinks that way. I'll say this. Right. I'll say this though too. Hey, listen, I, I still go back to Buffalo and what they're able to do. Perfect passer rating throwing against Jalen Ramsey last night, by the way, as was pointed out on Twitter. Um, ooh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. So. Coming into this season should be Raheem Morris's last year as a defensive coordinator. Also, saying who's going to be the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills after this year. Okay, so we know they lost their offensive coordinator last year. Ken Dorsey is a big story coming in the last night. Coming out of last night and throughout the rest of this season, it's safe to say Leslie Frazier is not long for Buffalo uh, at this point. Um, opportunity number two should be knocking after what he's done the last couple of years. As their DC, um, I, I think Buffalo's just that good, man. I really do. Yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, listen. We know all about takes that did not age well. Yeah, we've been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Ooh, that's not good. That is not good. Well, Mike, uh, you asked me a question. I knew the answer to without you even giving me any prompts. I think you're going to know the answer to this one. Uh, one, of the, one of the movies that we quote extensively involves the great Denzel Washington. <laughs> and he's in a diner. And he's talking to Ethan Hawke. His character is talking to Ethan Hawke's character. And at one point, after a story Ethan Hawke t- say, uh, tells him, Denzel says, you know what? I don't what? believe you. I don't believe I don't you. Believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I gotta. Believe I don't believe you, John Harbaugh. You on the road with a fine <laughs> training officer, and the best story you could tell me is a drunk stop. Is a drug stop? Put it in the back. Bang. Code X. Code X. <laughs> <laughs> so Code X. he's so confident. He's confident. Hey, he's gonna be quarterback here for a long time. I talked to him. Let's go out. No, I don't because it's still a negotiation (laughs) and this is and Mike. I'm telling you, I have listened to so many smart people explain this situation and my 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 comprehension is is, it could be better, but it's decent. So I listen to people who are a lot smarter than I am a lot more plugged in talking about this Lamar Jackson contract situation. And after I listen to them all, I say, it's still weird. Hey, you don't, these explanations don't make me feel better. That statement from the Ravens doesn't make me feel like, oh, this is fine. This is much to do about nothing. It's a media creation on and on. Nobody has said a thing that makes me understand why Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, two willing partners, Mm -hmm. have not come to a contract agreement. So it's either they don't want to um, no. or, or it's either Lamar doesn't want to or the Ravens, you have to believe that the Ravens are going to go below market value on a quarterback contract. I, I, you I, know, just, I can't understand. Well, let me, let, me, let me take a shot. But, I, so but I do, I do like... I, it's, I would, okay, I would substitute strange and say unprecedented. Um, not unprecedented for a player to represent himself, unprecedented for a player of this caliber to represent himself in a negotiation of a contract of this magnitude. Um, but to go back to training day, sounds like, uh, much like newspapers, what you're saying is whatever coaches say is 90% bullshit, but it entertains, but it entertains me. me. <laughs> you won't let me read now it. You. So you entertained me. So you entertain, so you entertain me. me with your bullshit. Okay. Um, okay, go. So um, I'll go Pulp Fiction. You have, to, you have to appreciate what an explosive element this agent situation is. All right? Because, Michael, it wasn't that long ago. Really wasn't that long ago. And matter of fact, we took such a long break until we missed the homework independent study clause story. It wasn't that <laughs> yeah, long right. ago Woo. when Kyler Murray was scrubbing his account of all things Cardinals because they couldn't get a deal right. done. 
Kirk Cousins played on the franchise tag. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is the same caliber or ever was in the same caliber as Lamar Jackson. I'm just saying and he, and he played on the tag and he ended up moving on. Dak Prescott's contract was a big to do. It's like this happens, man. These contracts are complicated. They're, they're yeah. very, very complicated. And the, and, the, and the complicating factor, the complicating dynamic here, and I'm not saying that this is why they haven't come to an agreement because unlike a lot of people, Lamar Jackson could have an agent right now and they still may not come to an agreement because Lamar Jackson may say, I ain't signing that deal. But what's complicating about it is you like again, you and I pay an agent so we ain't got to be on the phone negotiating so we could focus on being the best version of, of ourselves that we want to be. Lamar Jackson is busy with his full time job, which by the way, the Ravens aren't mad at him focusing on his full time job. I'll say it like I said on the pregame show for Niners at Texans in the preseason on Amazon Prime Video. Same thing shut, I said then still stands now. Same thing and, I said then still stands now. We'll be there on Sunday. Go ahead, go okay, ahead. which which is it's complicated, but not contentious. Contentious. It's inevitable, though not imminent. And sure enough, mm. the self-imposed deadline by the player has come and gone because the player wants to focus on football, and the Ravens are like, "Okay, cool." Because the alternative would be that the player who chooses to represent himself with the help of his lovely mother would be consumed by the contract and not the task at hand. So that's why the team ain't tripping because he's still playing quarterback form. Meanwhile, okay, the deadline was only there because if he did have an agent, the agent would continue to engage. Michael, it would not surprise me if for all the hue and cry and gnashing of teeth, if in a couple of weeks, Ravens and Lamar Jackson have agreed to a contract. Yeah, there's a deadline for that? negotiations. So the deadline is because if the deadline is is not there, it's not a hard deadline. The only deadline it's, it's, is when they tag him suggestion. in March. Exactly. When they tag him in March, the only deadline is July 15th. There's no actual rule that says that Eric DaCosta can't approach Lamar Jackson and say, hey, you know what, man? How about this? Or there's no rule that says that Lamar Jackson can't say, you know what? I spoke to my agent on behalf of Lamar Jackson and I've reconsidered. Or All right. check this out. I'll, be, I'll do this for free. No commission necessary. You want to hear the solution or, or did you want to push back on something I say? Because I can solve no, this no, right no, now. No, no, no. Well, I just, I, I do want to hear. Okay, so hold that thought. I just want to say for like 20 sure. seconds. Take that You bring up Dak Prescott. Des Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Sure that was never somebody. really. That was never really positioned as a partnership. Not like this. Um, and then eventually they gave Dak his money. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals that did get contentious. That was contentious, with the whole scrubbing. Yeah. Yeah. And it came to a deal and it was still dumb with the Cardinals with that, that stupid thing that they did. That was just uh, that was or uh, whether it's the Cardinals or the agent. That was stupid. Aaron Rodgers. So even Aaron Rodgers, another one. Like go down a list of these complicated. Like most of them are. Like Aaron Rodgers was a was, but, a, was a problem. He was going to retire. In this case, remember? in this case, uh, can, can, tell me this, and I, and I want you to make your point about um, yeah what you're going to say. I don't want you to lose it. No, I got it. You go. Take your time. Can you can you think of a team that is. In, in any of those cases, Deshaun Watson, different category. Team says, oh, wow, we cannot wait to engage this player in a contract. We want to give him the money. And the owner came out and said, wow, I don't know why he won't take the money. We want, we want to give him a contract right now. We really want to do it. We want to do it. We want to do a deal. We want to do a deal. We want to do a deal. I don't remember any other franchise other than the Ravens doing this with their franchise quarterback. And the franchise quarterback is saying, not right now. Nobody's actually seen the deal. Nobody's actually seen. Right. There's been reports about, okay. well, he was offered more than Kyler Murray and he wants to fully guarantee like Deshaun, whatever. Nobody's actually seen the terms of the deal. So we don't know what he's turning down. They have been engaged in conversations. I can say that on authority and I think we all know that they've actually talked. It's not like he mm -hmm. doesn't want to negotiate or he doesn't want to sign a contract. He doesn't want to sign that contract, which is his prerogative. All I, I've, yeah. I've seen plenty of teams say we want to sign the player that doesn't stop the negotiation from dragging on. 
This is a, this is a typical contract negotiation. Okay. I mean, right. it happens. My contract with my contract with NBC expired first week of August. I just got the DocuSign this morning. I mean, it happens. It's just it's just it's a, it's a process. What? It's a process. You weren't signed. You weren't signed. I didn't know this. How did I not know this? Because oh, wow. I, I didn't leak That's, it to the media. We didn't leak it. We didn't leak it. We didn't leak it. You know, it wasn't a, wasn't a bunch hey, of insiders talking about. Y'all put oh. down, hey, Gary. Put that on the lower <laughs> third. Put that on, that's the lower. Let third. me shut up because I mean, it ain't, it, Mike, I, ain't, I still ain't signed. If I say Mike too much, let me pull it back. Let me shut up. Today. They may pull it back. If I tell, let me let me let me stop dry snitching. I mean, they may they may decide that you know what you talk too much. Let me let me rescind this offer. They may pull. They may pull it off the table. But this is what I'm saying. So here's the solution. Here's the solution. All right. Uh, all right free, I want to hear the solution. Free game. Let's go. Let's go. Free game. All right, here we go. I don't understand why these quarterbacks. I mentioned Kirk Cousins intentionally, just prematurely. I don't understand why these quarterbacks don't Kirk Cousins this thing more often. So the franchise tag for 23 right is 46 million dollars, fully guaranteed. The franchise tag for 24 is $55 million, roughly, fully guaranteed. That's I was told there would be crazy. no math, but that's roughly $101 million, fully guaranteed. Ooh. Okay? Yes, that's beautiful. It's beautiful. After that, it becomes somewhat cost prohibitive from a salary cap standpoint, right? If you're Lamar Jackson, why not, forget Kirk Cousins, why not LeBron James this thing? Why not say, I'll do a two-year deal. Give me a two-year deal, hundred million dollars, fully guaranteed, which is what the Ravens would pay anyway to tag him twice. Is that so you're not asking do that. for you're anything out do of that. ordinary? Right. right, right. Two years, hundred million, fully guaranteed. You now maintain maximum leverage. Okay, much a la LeBron when it comes to I want to see what the team will continue to do around me, and B. As the cap continues to rise, and as other quarterbacks like Herbert, like Burrow, whoever get contracts, you can now go back to market in your mid to late 20s again. Like I don't even know if, yeah. if, if and again, I don't know this. I don't have this on good authority. If Lamar wants five years fully guaranteed for $250 million based on what Deshaun got and it, it you know, it goes without saying the differences between Deshaun Watson and what the Browns signed him in spite of versus Lamar Jackson on the flip side. You only have the leverage. Excuse me. You can only negotiate what you have the leverage to negotiate. Deshaun was effectively a free agent, and therefore there was right. a bidding war. Whereas there's one team that will be bidding against itself. But again, okay, you think you should deserve a fully guaranteed contract? Do a short, do a short-term deal. Do two years, okay. $100 million. Call I, it a I, love, I love that. Call Mike. it a day. That's fifty million dollars a year. Call it a day. I love that idea. And I guess the only the only problem with it from a from a player standpoint is is great, it's brilliant. Yeah, let's do it. It's gonna, I'm gonna do it anyway. You are gonna pay me the money? The 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 issue I don't know is the structure. So would the structure be prohibitive for a team? So if it so the franchise no team really wants to do the franchise tag. It means one you didn't come up with a deal, and then two you just got this big mountainous number. On your cap, you can't do anything with. You can't play any games with it. With so a two-year deal, so get, guaranteed. So, so get creative. Maybe that's the total amount. Can you do? Amount. Yeah, that's that's the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the total that's, amount. That's maybe the only it's signing bonus. It. Maybe it's a dummy year. I don't know. That's for smarter people than me to figure out. All I'm saying is yeah. they're not going to let him walk. I do believe them. Going back to your original point, I do believe that they wanted to be the quarterback there for a long time. I also believe it's pretty delicate. Again. Appreciate what an explosive element this body situation is. It's pretty delicate when you don't have an agent as a filter. You know, like if you're, I mean, put yourself in a position of, of the organization. How do you yeah. tell your franchise quarterback who has to, like we talked about yesterday, compartmentalize and go home with this information and then show up and perform at his best for you? Because you know, quarterbacks, his baby boy, unstable creatures for the most part. Like, <laughs> how do you tell him, yeah, man? You're a good player, but um, your playoff record leaves, leaves quite a bit to be desired. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, you can't tell him but, that and, directly. But you know, but that wouldn't come up. I don't think that would come up well, in a negotiation. If it's, if it's the I, Ravens, it should. If you're the Ravens, it should come up. No, if I'm the Ravens, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to give him a record-setting contract because as great as he is, 
there are some question marks, whether it's durability, whether it's style of play, whether it's playoff performance. I don't think Lamar Jackson, other than in timing, hands down, see, deserves to set the bar for quarterback. Conference. See, I was with you. I was with you as until, a, until my, my agent for free. My agent for free. Mm-hmm. I was with you and I was appreciating. I was like, okay, what's that? What's that Jay Z? Uh, Jay Z line? I'm trying to give you a million dollar, a million dollars worth of game for for nine ninety nine or something like that. Okay, so yeah. I appreciate that. Good part. Then, so now, now, okay, you're going somewhere else, and this is where you're gonna run into problems. You start if you're the Ravens or anybody else, you start cherry picking stats. Hey, well, you know, look at your playoff record. Okay, now you're gonna you're gonna derail the whole thing. I think if you negotiate, you just look at market value. Okay, the market. We we love you. We're trying to negotiate with you. The market says this, and we're not trying to set. We're either trying to set the market. Most teams aren't, or we're trying to come in at a competitive number within the market. No, I, playoff no, I'm stats. Saying, I'm saying what I imagine. The, and all that stuff. I'm saying I'm imagining what the Ravens are thinking. Why they may be reluctant to do the Browns thing that they did with Deshaun and, and fully guarantee two hundred fifty million dollars, assuming that would make Lamar Jackson happy. In the in the interim, Kyler has signed for less than fully guaranteed. Russell has signed for less than fully guaranteed. Who the hell knows knows what Lamar wants? I don't think Lamar wants out, and I know the Ravens want him. A lot of emotion around the week one games, whether it's division games, reunion slash revenge games. Who are you rooting for most this weekend? And, and, the Panthers. And Baker? The Panthers and Baker, Baker Mayfield. Rooting, rooting for, for Baker. Baker. That's my dude. Yeah. That's my quarterback. That is, this week, it has come full that's circle. We're rooting for Baker Mayfield. Um, it's not till Monday, but I'm actually. I'm rooting, I'm, I'm rooting for Well, I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm rooting for Russ, but I'm kind of sort of rooting for Geno Smith too in a weird way. We'll talk about really? that later. But uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's complicated. Hey, we'll talk enjoy. It. Have a great weekend. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today.